You're listening to the Save the Marriage Podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. Hey, this is Lee Balkum, and this is the Save the Marriage Podcast. This is the podcast that I designed to help you save your relationship no matter where you are, even if you're trying to avoid getting into problems, but certainly if your marriage is in a crisis. We're here to work on that. We're here to, to help, and today I want to talk about uh, something I hear very often from people where they tell me about their crisis, you know, and so I want you to just imagine that uh, you know, you're walking along, which is my kind of thing to do every morning. I go for a walk and and you just collapse and people rush over to help you and they get you to the hospital and they say, hey, what's wrong? And you say, I collapsed. Well, that's not what's wrong with you. That was what happened to you. And so in telling them that you collapsed, you're not giving them any information other than what precipitated your visit to the hospital. And they can't treat you for the collapsing. They have to treat you for what caused the collapsing. And so sometimes what happens when I talk to people who are in a marriage crisis, when they tell me, they, they basically are telling me a symptom. They're telling me the crisis of the moment. And so what I want to talk about a little bit is the difference between a crisis and the problem. And I want to be more clear that in my theory, there is the problem. There are lots of maybe sub-problems to that, but there's a central piece of information that creates the crisis. So let's talk a little bit about what I hear from people. You know, they'll come to me and they'll tell me that their spouse wants out. You know, that's, that's a very common, my spouse wants out, I don't know what's going on. Or they say, my spouse wants to separate. Sometimes it's a, my spouse is divorcing me. And sometimes they say, you know, something has changed in me. I don't know what's changed, but I don't feel the way I should. And something's wrong here. Or they tell me some variation of the love you, but not in love with you line that I I think everybody has heard at some point in, in a marriage crisis. And they don't know what to do with that. And so what happens is, They often then follow that up with another telling statement where they say, we were the model couple before this, before this crisis. People used to think that we had the perfect marriage before this crisis. And I hate to break the kind of the illusion there or the delusion, but that's not the case. These crises are the symptoms. They're not the problem. And so many times people want to help get their help or get my help on what do you do about the separation? Or what do I do with these divorce papers? Or what do you do when my spouse wants out? Or what do you do when we've gone from being the model perfect couple And sometimes they'll even show me, look what they wrote me, my last birthday, last Valentine's Day, last anniversary. And it's this very sweet, love you forever kind of card. And here they are suddenly where they can't see a way to go on. So they want to solve the crisis. And here's the problem. Solving the crisis will never work if you never solve the problem. 
So sometimes what people do is they play what I call whack-a-mole <laughs> with the symptoms. You know, this is a problem. Whack it down. Another symptom pops up. Whack that down. Another symptom pops up. Whack that down. Another symptom pops up. In fact, what often happens is that people will say, you know, I've been trying to deal with this for a while. And so this happened and I thought we'd had it covered and something else popped up. So they said they didn't love me and they wanted to separate. I managed to talk them out of that. And now they're having an emotional affair and I stopped that. And now and on and on it goes because the symptom list is very long in terms of relationships. The underlying problem, that's a pretty short list. What I think is the other kind of danger point is when people come to me and say they want to return to where they were before the crisis. If we could just turn back the clock to before, and they name the crisis, before they asked for separation, before the affair, before they said they wanted out, before they said, I love you, but I'm not in love with you, before that. If we could just get back to there, get back to the relationship we had. So here's the truth. The relationship you had got you to here. And going back to where you were will only get you back to here. In other words, if you want to repeat the current crisis you're in, then all you need to do is solve the symptom of the moment and you'll be right back at some point in the future. You can't get to a better place if all you're dealing with is the symptoms. So imagine for a moment that you catch some infection, right? Whatever it is, there's some infection in you. And the first thing that happens is that your fever spikes. And so what you want to do is go take some, I don't know, Tylenol or ibuprofen or whatever is your favorite uh, fever reducer, and you take that. The fever goes down. But then you start having inflammation in, I don't know, your heart or or your liver or kidneys or somewhere else. And so then suddenly you're having these problems with your heart rate or your blood pressure or your kidney function or something else, right? And so you take a medication to deal with that. And the infection starts striking somewhere else in your body. And usually what happens is as long as you're not dealing with the underlying issue, only with the symptoms, the symptoms will get worse. You don't escape the problem by just covering it up. So that little temperature you had wasn't the problem. There was something behind that. There was the infection behind that. And unless that infection is addressed, you're just waiting for the next symptom to pop up. So let's talk a little bit about the difference between these symptoms and the problem. Let me just tell, walk you through a bunch of the symptoms I see. One symptom I often see is a lot of anger and resentment. Not just anger, but the anger that lingers on and on, like you can't get beyond it. That's what I call resentment. Um, and so what's happened there is the hurt has built up to the point where it's now not just hurt, but anger and not just anger, but resentment. Another symptom is silence. Uh, Just the other day, I was watching this couple uh, that were sitting in a restaurant, and they were there for a while. And they managed to come in, sit down without saying a word to each other. You'd think they were strangers. Ordered their meals without saying a word to each other. Pulled out their phones without a word to each other. Went through the whole meal without a word to each other and got up. And they never looked at each other, never looked happy. They just went through the motion. Now, 
perhaps that's just the day they were wiped out. But I suspect that part of what's going on in their marriage is there's silence on a regular basis. They're no longer sharing their lives with each other. I can't tell you why that is, only that I'm watching the symptom in front of me. Or affairs, whether they're physical or emotional, affairs are a symptom. And this is one that really throws people off because so many times they think that the affair is the problem. The affair is not the problem. It's a symptom of the problem. I talk about this in my book about recovering from uh, the affair. But the central fact is that the infidelity is a symptom of something else. I'm going to tell you what that is in just a minute. Okay, so also another symptom is power struggles. When a couple is not just trying to uh, get through the day, but one of them is needing to win, and they're struggling about that. So they have power struggles on decisions. They have power struggles on uh, what to do with money or how to parent or all these other issues. A power struggle is a symptom of something. Or that thing that I talked about earlier, out of love. That feeling of being out of love. You can say, I love you, I care about you, I care for you, but I'm not in love with you. That's a symptom. It's not the problem. It's the symptom. Or how about separation? We're just going to live in separate houses. Maybe we'll recover that way. That's a symptom. Not only that, but it's a symptom that exacerbates the problem. One more for you is the people who tell me that they now have a business relationship in their marriage. And over the years, I've had lots of people come into my office for other reasons who said, I just got to be clear with you. We're only having a business relationship. Once the kids are gone, we're gone. We're in a business relationship together. And in many ways, there are lots of pieces of a marriage that really do contain some elements of business, right? I mean, you have to manage your finances and you have to figure out how you're going to run this organization of the family. But when it's only become the business, that's the symptom of the problem. So what is the problem? The problem is, the central problem is disconnection. When a couple becomes disconnected, the symptoms start showing. Now, are there some other problems underlying? Sure. Maybe you have addiction issues involved, or maybe you have um, uh, some mental illness problems involved, or maybe you have some communication problems involved, and maybe you have some, you know, we don't speak each other's love language problems involved. But guess what? All of those are only exacerbators of the underlying disconnect. You can exacerbate that, but that's the underlying issue. That's really the heart of what's happened. The connection you once shared has become disconnection. And when you disconnect in a marriage relationship, it becomes more and more painful to the members of that, the two of you, and that creates the problems, all those other symptoms that come out of that because it's the pain of disconnection. What we know from research is that when you are disconnected in a relationship where there should be connection, your brain experiences pain in the same areas that experience pain when you stub your toe or hit your knee or whatever it is that you cause injury to yourself. It's the same area of the brain because we're wired for this connection. We humans need this connection. If you look in the show notes, I've got a whole a series of uh, podcasts about how do you restore that connection because that's how important it is. So that's the central problem. All of those symptoms come out of the fact 
that you're in a disconnected relationship. So here's the problem. If you do a symptom approach, all you're doing is leaving room for new symptoms or a continuation of the symptoms. You're going to just be chasing the symptoms down until you chase after the real problem. So you have to have an approach to address the problem. Disconnection. I talk about this in another podcast. If you really want to jump into it, I have the Save the Marriage system. You can find that at savethemarriage.com slash system. That's savethemarriage.com slash system. Uh, you can find it there. Uh, take a look at uh, what's offered there because the whole basis of that is how do you step back into connection after you've disconnected. And I'll give you a little hint. We're so desperate for that connection. It's a lot easier than you think it is once you know how to do that. If you don't know how to do it, it's quite a task. And you probably don't know how to do it, otherwise you would have worked on that before. So if you want more help with that, check it out at savethemarriage.com. And if you need even more resources, one of the things you ought to do is make sure that in the process of grabbing the system, you also accept my offer for a free week of my VIP program where I have lots of other resources on how to help that connection. You have to sign up. I don't sign you up. You have to uh, decide to do that. If you don't want it, that's fine. There are other resources that are there. If you already have the system and you're still struggling with that, we have coaching available. We also have the VIP program. You can check out all the coaching services and VIP by going to savethemarriage.com slash coaching. That's savethemarriage.com slash coaching. This is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you work to reconnect your marriage and save your marriage. You've been listening to Save the Marriage Podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com.